Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In today's show, we'll be discussing a $25,000 Bitcoin price target, which would literally spell misery for Bitcoin shorters and bears. Now check this out. El Salvador just paid off their $800 million in debt when every major news outlet said they would default because of their Bitcoin bet. Quoting President Bukele, now they go in silent mode. And check this out. Interesting fact. 11 years ago today, the first cover for the first Bitcoin magazine makes its online debut and the Bitcoin price was only $6. Also in today's show, Genesis creditors file securities lawsuit against Barry Silver and DCG amid Genesis going through its first bankruptcy hearings. A group of creditors has slapped the firm with a new class action lawsuit. Also in today's show, Bitcoin is up nearly 30% since trolls Peter Schiff and Jim Cramer said to get out of crypto. You can't make this stuff up, folks. Kramer said investors should stay away from Bitcoin and stick with gold. Also in today's show, here are three on-chain signals I'll be sharing with you that suggest the Bitcoin bear market is over, according to Glassnode Analytics. Also in today's show, analyst Benjamin Cohen issues a crypto warning and says the Bitcoin rally will likely be unsustainable. I'll be explaining why, as well as another crypto analyst says Bitcoin repeating the 2019 breakout and looks at the Bitcoin price action after a big bounce from lows. Quoting Rec Capital, the Bitcoin monthly candle is up around 38%. Right now, and in the short term, people are FOMOing into Bitcoin, but in the grander scheme of the new cycle, this is hardly FOMO. Macro FOMO will begin from $69,000 on the way to new all-time highs. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome to everyone tuning in to today's live podcast, episode number 1173. I'm your host, JV. Welcome to everyone in the live chat. I appreciate your support. Today is January 24th. Let's dive right into today's crypto market watch. We can see Bitcoin barely in the green, maintaining above 22,800 and struggling to claim 23,000 as a support struggling to break it as resistance. We have Ether uh, down 0.18%, trading at $1,621. And as you can see, a lot of the alts are still pumping and in the green. And checking out uh, coinmarketcap.com, we can see the current crypto market cap still sitting above that trillion-dollar milestone, which is the line in the sand, with about $57 billion in volume at the past 24 hours, with the Bitcoin dominance at 42% even and the Ether dominance at 18 
0.9%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Threshold leading the pack up 130%. I've never even heard of this altcoin, but it's trading at 5.5 cents, followed by Loop Ring up 11%, trading at 31.5 cents, followed by Lido Dow up 13.5%, trading at $2.77. Below that, we have Rocket Pool, followed by BitDAO. And checking out the top 100 gainers for the past week, T, this new crypto I've never seen before, up 131%. APT, up 57.5%. And we have Axie Infinity still up over 30%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, we can see we're currently rated a 52, which is neutral. Yesterday, also a neutral at 50. And last week, in neutral as well. And last month, a 29 in fear. You guys let me know in the comments below if you're currently short-term bullish or bearish on the King Crypto. And with that being shared, now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis. Check it. Bitcoin has an important new price target for the bulls to meet, and it's closer than it seems. As noted by crypto analyst Philip Swift from Decent Trader, 25000 is now a critical Bitcoin price level. After putting in 40% gains in January, Bitcoin continues to consolidate at around 23K. Opinions are split as to what will happen next. After more than a year of the bear market, plenty of market participants expect a dramatic correction and even a new multi-year low of $12,000 or worse. Others believe that the good times can continue and even see Bitcoin reach $30,000 before checking its relief rally. Now, what side of the coin are you on? Let me know. In the meantime, however, some are focused on another line in the sand much closer to the current spot price. For Philip Swift, the area around 25000 is now especially significant. This, he noted in a tweet January 24th, is where the bears begin to get liquidated in mass. It is also, he notes, that the site of Bitcoin's 200-week moving average, which is a key trend line which has been absent from the chart since the middle of 2022 when it failed to act as support. Bitcoin has since spent a record amount of time below the 200-week moving average, which currently sits at around 24000 $750. Quoting Philip Swift, there's a lot of liquidity from 24-7 to 25-9, which lines up with the 200-week moving average and just the area above it as outlined here in this chart. An analysis of the accompanying liquidity chart shows that leveraged short positions will start seeing liquidations once Bitcoin passes $23,400. We're not too far away, is it? Now, so far, this is exactly where the rally has encountered momentum problems. Now, this level continues to act as resistance, says Trader Rec Capital, as he shares here, Bitcoin needs to reclaim this 23.4 as support to move higher. Otherwise, there is a risk of a newer low high forming relative to the summer 2022 highs. Now, such a scenario would mean that the Bitcoin price fails to crack its local highs from August. These in themselves making brief respite in the 77% drawdown from the all-time highs seen in November of 2021. And continuing, Rec Capital drew attention to the fact that the summer high also presents a resistance zone on the longer timeframes. Analyzing the monthly chart and his latest YouTube update, he underscored the need to break through that resistance, which is still reaffirming itself, quitting him here. If this continues to be the case, then we would set ourselves up for a dip just to reaffirm this level of support, he argued, referring to the monthly range lows, which Bitcoin has lost thanks to the FTX fallout and a short-term prediction suggests that some consolidation could take place for as long as it needs to take place before there is a break to either side of the range. Now, a trip below the range low, as Rec added, was nonetheless not out of the question. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analysts. And what are your thoughts on if Bitcoin can tackle and surpass 25,000, that it will wreak havoc 
for the Bears. Holla at your boy. Now, check this out. El Salvador has officially paid off its $800 million debt when every major news outlet said they would default because of their Bitcoin bet, quoting President Bukele. Now they go in silent mode. That's right. And 11 years ago today, the first cover for the first Bitcoin magazine made its online debut, which you can see here. And the Bitcoin price action just 11 years ago was only six bucks. Let that sink in. You know what I mean? How many Bitcoin would you take advantage of if you had that price action today? It'd be insanity to say the least. But nonetheless, welcome everyone just tuning in. Now let's discuss the latest of what's going on with a new lawsuit between Genesis and DCG, the digital currency group who where uh, Barry Silbert is the owner. Uh, Trouble crypto company DCG is facing more legal issues as its subsidiary Genesis Capital got slapped with yet another new class action lawsuit. The group of Genesis creditors filed the securities class action lawsuit against DCG and its founder CEO, Barry Silbert, alleging violations of the federal security laws. The lawsuit was filed by Connecticut-based law firm Silver Golub and uh, Taytel on behalf of individuals and entities who entered into digital asset lending agreements with Genesis. The law firm is known for handling major industry lawsuits, including a class action suit filed against Coinbase back in March of last year. The new complaint against DCG and Silbert alleges that Genesis engaged in unregistered securities offerings in a violation of security laws by executing lending agreements involving securities without qualifying for an exemption from registration under the federal security laws. The the lawsuit also alleges that Genesis committed securities fraud through a scheme to defraud potential and existing digital asset lenders by making false and misleading statements. And according to the plaintiffs, Genesis intentionally misrepresented the financial condition of Genesis, violating Section 10B of the United States Securities Exchange Act. Quoting their lawyer here, the scheme to defraud was carried out, according to the complaint, in order to induce prospective digital asset lending to loans of digital assets to Genesis Global Capital and to prevent existing lenders from redeeming their digital assets. Now founded in 2015, DCG is a Connecticut-based crypto firm that serves as a parent company of multiple digital asset and blockchain-focused subsidiaries, including Genesis, digital asset manager Grayscale Investments, crypto mining firm Foundry, and crypto media outlook uh, outlets Coindesk. Now DCG is current oh, CEO Silbert, maintains a controlling 40% equity stake in the firm, and also serves as the chairman of his board of directors. The news comes amid Genesis going through its first bankruptcy hearings January 23rd after the firm filed for bankruptcy January 19th. The bankruptcy filing came a few months after Genesis halted withdrawals on November 16th as it became unable to honor redemption requests amid the bear crypto market. Now Gemini, a crypto trading platform founded by the Winklevoss brothers, is one of the biggest creditors of Genesis with the firm reportedly owing $900 million to Gemini's clients. Now on January 20th, 20th, uh, Gemini co-founder Cameron Winklevoss took to Twitter to declare that the firm has been preparing to take legal direct action against DCG, Barry Silbert, and others who share responsibility for the fraud. And at this time, it appears to be unclear whether Gemini is a part of the lawsuit filed by SGT. The law firm did not immediately respond to requests for comment. But there you have it. How do you think this is likely to play out? I'm getting deja vu vibes of like, you know, uh, FTX and Alameda Research all over again, especially considering the DCG Digital Currency Group is also the owner of the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which is the largest Bitcoin trust in the world. And I know they made several attempts to try to convert that into a spot Bitcoin ETF in the US. But unfortunately, the regulators have shut that down time and time again. In fact, I even think there is a lawsuit 
lawsuit with uh, DCG and the SEC, or at least with uh, Genesis. But with that being shared, now let's break down our next story of the day and discuss, is the bear market over? We're going to be sharing with you three indicators which do suggest that indeed uh, the crypto bear market is finito. And let's break this down, uh, shall we? Here we go. Check it out. Uh, blockchain analytics firm Glassnode is offering three on-chain indicators that suggest the king crypto bear market is in the rearview mirror. Glassnode first looks at stablecoin supply ratio, which is the SSR, which tracks the rotation of capital between Bitcoin and stables. Now, a spiking SSR suggests that investors are taking the plunge as they use stablecoins to purchase BTC. And according to Glassnode, the metric shows that capital is rotating into Bitcoin from stablecoins reminiscent of the final chapter of the 2018-2019 bear market, quitting them here. Currently, we note a significant transfer of capital to the Bitcoin asset akin to the twilight of the 2018 bear market in the 2021 rounded top. Now, Glassnode also points out the Bitcoin's realized profit to value ratio indicator, which compares profit taken in the market against the network valuation. And based on Glassnode's data, the RPV has now reached and bounced off of levels that marked the bottoms of 2015 and the 2018 bear markets. Quoting Glassnode, the RPV ratio collapsed the prior cycle lows suggesting much of the exuberance from the bull has been flushed out. And now the third indicator that Glassnode says suggests the Bitcoin bear market could be over is the amount of Bitcoin held at a loss. The firm's data shows that weeks ago, the supply and loss metric reached nearly the same level as it did during late 2018 when the Bitcoin price bottomed out. And since then, millions of BTC have been traded, indicating the intention of market participants to set a price floor, quitting them here. Since the market low set during the FTX collapse, a total of 4.283 million BTC have returned to an unrealized profit. This provides an indication of the volume of Bitcoin that has transacted and changed hands between 15.5 and 22.3. So there you have it. This is definitely good signs for the overall uh, crypto market as we head into this new bull market as per Glassnode Analytics. But let me know if you agree or disagree in the comments right down below. And let's now uh, dive into our next uh, story of the day and discuss the latest FUD from Jim Cramer and Peter Schiff, everyone's favorite crypto and Bitcoin trolls. Let's <laughs> break this down next, uh, shall we? Here we go. Let me make sure I get the right article up. Boom, boom, boom. Kramer, Kramer, where you at? Kramer. Uh, did I close out of that? I, I, I may have closed out of that article. And if I did, I apologize. But all good. In a nutshell, here's the, the, the 411. Jim Kramer says investors should stay away from Bitcoin and stick with gold. He said this uh, more recently, of course, doubling down on his bad prediction because just right before the, uh, I mean, right before Bitcoin went on a rally up 32 to 40 percent, Kramer advised against it and says you should stay away from cryptocurrency. And he said, uh, stay away from Chinese stocks. And now he's saying to stick with gold. And if you do a comparison between gold and uh, Bitcoin, I mean, just look at the trajectory over the last 10 years. And I mean, it's not even a question. Which asset would you believe in for the long haul for the next 10 years? Because, you know, we're talking long-term trades here. Do you feel more secure putting your assets in gold and hoping and praying that maybe gold is worth three to $4,000 an ounce, maybe doubling the current price over the next decade? Or do you feel more secure putting your hard-earned money into Bitcoin, knowing in the last 10 years it was the most appreciative asset in human history? You know what I mean? Um 
And where do you think it'll go? Where do you think the Bitcoin is likely to go in the next 10 years where gold can potentially double? Bitcoin can what? We could easily uh, in the next 10 years get to a million dollars. So the current all-time high sitting at $69,000. If we were to 2x that this cycle, which is being very conservative, we're talking about realistically $138,000 Bitcoin price action. If we were to just 10x that, you know what I mean? Over the next decade, we're realistically looking at a seven-figure Bitcoin price. So for me, it is no question. And whenever I see Peter Schiff or Jim Cramer on crypto Twitter or anywhere making predictions to stay away from crypto and to stay away from Bitcoin, I double down, I buy the dip, I take advantage of it. And it's probably the best signal to purchase when they're telling you to dump and vice versa because anything they're telling you to do, it's almost like they know the opposite is going to occur and they're purposely misleading you. And I think it's a damn shame. And I think we should do something about it. And that's why I'm calling them out right now. Do not listen to Peter Schiff or Jim Cramer unless you like taking bad and ill investment advice and you want to continue to lose your money. Me, on the other hand, I'm not giving you any investment advice whatsoever. I'm just saying, do your own due diligence, do your own research, and maybe get some second opinions and don't just take advice from Kramer or Schiff or they will lead you to the poorhouse, just saying. But with that being shared, now let's dive into our next uh, story of the day and discuss a potential uh, pullback, which could be on the cards for the King Crypto before we get into some very bullish uh, scenarios on the table. Popular crypto strategist Benjamin Cohen is questioning the sustainability of the current Bitcoin rally based on historical precedents. Cohen tells the 782,000 YouTube subs. Man, I got a lot of catching up to do. Where am I at? Like 52,800 subs? Come on, guys. Smash that like. Subscribe to the channel. Show your boys some support. Bitcoin reached a high of 10.5 before plunging to a low around 3,800 between February and March of 2020. And according to Cohen, Bitcoin's behavior in the early 2020s is relevant to the current period since it is the only other time in its history that the flagship crypto asset experienced a recession or recession-like conditions, quoting him here. If you think back to what happened in 2020, this here, the first quarter of 2020, was a very brief recession. I still remember in this range back over here, there were actually a lot of people that were quite bullish going into early 2020. And if you go back and look at what the people were saying back then, a lot of signals were flashing that this was the start of a new bull market. One thing to keep in mind is that there is here Bitcoin falling from 10.5 to 3,800 in early 2020 happened during the only recession that we had for Bitcoin. And it was very brief. How many of you took advantage of that recession dip and purchased Bitcoin at roughly thirty-eight dollars to $4,000 on the low? Let me know in the comments below. And according to Cohen, the price of Bitcoin can range between sixteen dollars and $30,000 for a while before a clear direction can be determined, quitting him here. You could always see something similar when Bitcoin spends a while in this range between sixteen to 30000 and then it eventually comes down into a recession. It could sweep the lows. It can print a higher low. It could put in a lower low. Now, which he outlines here in this chart. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst. And to watch the recent video update he did, check the show notes below the video in the description. And now that I shared the boring, bearish scenario, now let's discuss the moment you have all been waiting for. And that's the FOMO prediction of Bitcoin running up to a new 
all-time high. And I'm not just talking about a regular FOMO, but a macro FOMO. Let's break it down. A widely followed crypto analyst says the Bitcoin could be brewing a repeat of his 2019 breakout after forming a similar pattern over the last few weeks. In a new strategy session, synonymous crypto trader Rec Capital tells his 45,000 YouTube subs that the King's uh, King Crypto's current market structure is looking very much like it did in 2019 before Bitcoin sparked a big rally to the upside. Quitting him here, let's start start off with the 2019 bear market structure. 19 market structure being very similar to the 2023 market structure. I mean, it is very small now compared to the past, but nonetheless, higher lows in an ascending triangle for multiple weeks and then a breakout. So are these comparable market structure wise and time wise? They are comparable and they are comparable also in the breakout rally that we saw get generated from the ascending triangle 27% and 21%. The strategist goes on to tell his 333,000 Twitter followers that even though Bitcoin's current surge may look like a FOMO, rally. He says that the real macro FOMO hasn't begun. Quoting him here on crypto Twitter, the Bitcoin monthly candle is up around plus 38% right now. And in the short term, people are FOMOing into Bitcoin. But in the grander scheme of the new cycle, this is hardly FOMO. Macro FOMO will begin from $69,000 on the way to new all-time highs. Well, send it and let's freaking go. Now, the trader cautions investors that in the short term, the king crypto may not be ready to blast back into the new bull market just yet. He says Bitcoin faces big resistance around the 200-week moving average. It could end up faking out the bulls before dipping again. Quitting him here, it's worth noting that a fake-out scenario here could occur for Bitcoin as the 200-week moving average is hovering just above 23,400. And so, 200-week moving average may act as resistance in the short term, which is precisely what we're witnessing right now. And generally, Bitcoin needs to reclaim the 200-week moving average as support for further bullish momentum as outlined here in this chart. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst. And to watch this video he did entitled, Is This Bitcoin Cycle Just Like 2019? Check the show notes below the video in the description. So there you have it. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.